listening to a podcast from Light FM. Unlocking the secret to better parenting. This is Growing Pains on the Light Breakfast. Ash and Terry here with you, and we are joined by Adam Bampton Smith, artistic director of Big Wooden Horse Theatre Company from the UK and co founder of Gardner and Wife, Jung Che Lian, who are here with us talking about theatre for kids. Adam, what do kids get out of going to the theatre that they can't get from any other entertainment medium, in your opinion? Well, they're seeing something live that's happening in front of them. It's the whole experience of, it's just not seeing the show, it's the whole experience of, you know, getting on the bus, going to the foyer, taking a lunch, you know, seeing the show, all that excitement building, and then seeing the show. And then they get to kind of laugh and clap or whatever they want to do, or shout out kind of live to live performers. I guess um, that's that's a unique experience. Jay, you've been bringing shows in from all over the world to Malaysia for over 15 years now. What do you think kids get out of theatre that they don't get from anything else like going to cinema or other shows? I think it's the sort of ability to merge the world of make-believe and real life. And I think it's very important for children to sort of do the transition, I suppose, from understanding what is real and understanding what is fantasy, but being able to handle both worlds together, which is what adults do when you go for a piece of entertainment. So it's sort of like teaching the kids to grow up in a way. And also, I think specifically for children watching theatre, which is aimed at them, I think it's lovely to see children really embrace the experience. And it's very rare, actually. It's quite difficult, I think, to find stuff which specifically speaks to children at a very young age. Theatre here, even though it's growing, you've been doing this for 15 years, Che, it's still quite a novel thing for most Malaysian parents. So let me ask you first, Adam, and then we'll go to you, Che. What kind of conversations would you love parents to have with their kids before and after attending a theatre production and why? I think parents are very kind of didactic and they quite often... I prefer them to just go, we're going to go and see the show, see what you think. <laughs> okay. No preempting, yeah. just go and without any expectations and just enjoy it. Is that is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then afterwards, then listen to what they say. Oh, interesting. Um, I've been directing for 20 years and I think I've had six complaints. Not really complaints, they're kind of moans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, it's, uh, it, but it's because the, um, cause the parents don't understand the show. It's not the kids. Right. Probably even have, I haven't asked the kids. So it's very important to have a conversation with the kid, the children. Absolutely. Say, what do you think? What, what was your best bit? Did you like the orangutan? Did you like the, <laughs> <laughs> the tree? Sit me. And listen to them. I love because that. Because it's our theatre for, for them. We always have stuff in there for the parents as well. I've been taking my kiddo since he was little to PJ Love Arts to see Garden and Wife theatre productions that you brought over for kids. And I've had many an interesting conversation post-theatre productions. So, Che, would you like to add on anything about sort of listening to the kids or how to even prompt that conversation? Because this is a conversation probably most parents don't have with their kids mm. listening to them. Mm. Yeah, I think one of the things which surprised me when we first started bringing in shows for children was how little crossover there was with the shows we bring in for adults. I used to think that, oh, you know, the people who come for the shows are also people who come for the sort of regular adult shows. And actually, over the years, I've come to the conclusion, actually, there are two separate audiences altogether. <laughs> and like Adam said, you know, sometimes it's the parents who don't understand the show because the parents don't go to the theatre normally. So I think a good conversation to have is really also for the parents, what they think about the live experience 
of coming to watch a show with the kids. And in terms of preparation, I think it's quite interesting to see people figure out the etiquette of mm. going to see a show. We do put up a sort of something like an FAQ actually for kids who come to the theatre. We, we say, you know, we welcome you, encourage you to laugh and clap and, you know, just don't go up on stage to, uh, you know, go and attack the actors or anything. But we do uh, encourage them to... Uh, Adam's getting a little worried now. <laughs> to participate, you know, I mean, interactively with the show. And sometimes you'd be surprised. For some parents, they also don't know how to behave when you come and see a show. So a lot of it is educating people on how to experience a live show with other people in the same auditorium. And then, of course, the conversation after the show is also very interesting. And I think it's very useful for children and the parents to reflect on what they've seen and what they retained, I suppose, from the experience. You bring up the fact that that means there are a lot of newcomers to theatre because yeah. that's that's very exciting. That means there's a whole new audience that's coming yes. and then learning the experience as well for adults. That's a great thing for theatre in Malaysia, the fact that you're drawing new people to it, for to the experience. Through the kids, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. Yeah. Now, right. let's talk about the upcoming performance and the production of Stuck. Adam, you and your troupe are coming to Malaysia and your latest production, Stuck, is going to have a very special element to it. Tell us about your special relaxed performance of Stuck. Well, relaxed performance is for children with uh, autism and similar conditions because they can, can find it overwhelming. So we keep the auditorium doors open so they can come and go at any time. Uh, we reduce the sound levels. We reduce the lighting brightness as well. We still give the same performance, but it's just kind of like, I mean, there's no like bangs or anything or flashing lights in it anyway. But if there was, we, we would take those out. So it's just to make it accessible, really, for everyone. For, I think, parents who have kids who are on the spectrum, children tend to get even more invested in the program. Either they're sort of overstimulated and need to get out. As you said, the open doors are, are wonderful. How how do you adapt or change a performance for much more interaction or interruption from the kids in the audience? Like our performance is very interactive anyway. They always are. We're always asking the audience questions and encouraging them to join in and I always say they're not a school. You're not a school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can do what you like. Che, in terms of what you've experienced having these special performances for kids on the spectrum, what have you noticed or seen that's wonderful about having this kind of inclusive production for everyone? When we first introduced the relaxed performances, originally the idea was to cater to you know children who had learning disabilities or had mm. autism. But over time, we've also discovered that the relaxed performances are great for children attending a performance for the first time. Because typically, I think we tend to make children afraid of the dark. Mm. Um, just, I don't know whether it's a cultural thing or what, but you know we tend to teach, somehow inevitably we teach children to be afraid of the dark. When they go and see a normal show, even in going to the cinema, I think for the first time, it's very scary because the lights go down and then you're sitting in the dark, you don't know what's going on or what is going to happen. And so it gets quite terrifying. So in the past, we've noticed that sometimes children do sort of cry mm-hmm. at their first performance. Right. And it's only... There's always like, one. There's always one. <laughs> yeah, it was it was my son. Actually, that was the one. The first time we went to uh, a garden and a wife production, he cried. We left. It was fine. <laughs> but the funny thing is, sometimes if the parents are encouraging of staying on and just you know getting through it, the children sometimes want to come back a second, third time to see the same show. So we realized that creating an environment which was a lot more relaxed and you know no rules. One of the things we put up in the lobby is we say this is a shush-free performance. There's no 
ordering the kids to keep quiet. The children are allowed to talk. They can talk aloud and the ushers are not going to ask them to keep quiet. And it's really about encouraging them to experience a live show in the format which works best for them. So this was a way for us to kind of deal with the fact that obviously some audiences are very experienced with going to see shows and they like the show which is a bit more, I guess, formal. And that's what we have for other performances. But, you know, when we have a relaxed performance, all the rules about sitting still and not fidgeting and all that, it's just, you know, we, we just throw that all out. And we say, just come, enjoy it in, in the format you like. And, and the thing about kids on the autism spectrum is that they don't necessarily like being too close to other people. So that's why we keep the doors open because if they feel sort of overwhelmed. And the funny thing is we always find there's always a small group of parents and their kids standing at the doorway of the auditorium <laughs> right. watching the show, you know, sort of like half in, half out. And that's fine. It's a way for them to not feel uh, scared because sometimes the auditorium space gets, it's an unusual space. It's, it's a giant a cave. That's what it's, yeah. That's what my niece once described it as as we walked into yeah. a theatre for the first yeah. time. She's like, we're in a giant cave. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. isn't it great? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you go through a lot of theatre exercises. So is there any sort of tips or tricks you could impart with parents to at the end of the show, like anything that comes from theatre land that we could take on board and do with our kids after getting, you know, hyped up? I think probably the best thing is to, to like listen to them and say, why don't we like do that bit that they did? If you like that bit, let's do let's kind of do that bit at home and do a little performance of it or whatever and go that way. I think when you start teaching them and then it just stops becoming theatre, it's kind of like it becomes a lesson. I love that actually like working yeah. off that excess energy and, and hyper stimulation by doing something you've just seen. Yeah, Shay- what we do after the show is we have a photograph session and an autograph session. So Fun. one of the things this do results we? in is the... <laughs> <laughs> yes, Adam. <laughs> I mean, in terms of, uh, you know, sort of winding, winding the kids down if they've been too hyped, actually sort of waiting in the queue for their turn to take a photo with the actor or waiting in the queue to get their autograph signed by the actors and mm. then having a, the chance to, to chat with the actors during that session actually is, it sort of closes the experience of going to the theatre because you're sort of, you're merging the, the fantasy and the reality mm. at the same time. So mm. you're sort of, you've seen the show, you realise that was a make-believe thing, but then now you get to see the real actors in person, up close, you get to take a photo with them or get their autograph and that experience also I think is very useful for the children to learn the difference between real and, and, and fantasy. Jay, Adam, tell us about Stuck. What's it about? When's it coming here? How can people find out more? I'll tell you about the story first. It's that boy called Floyd. He gets his kite he's in a park. He gets his kite stuck in a tree and he thinks, what am I going to do about this? So he takes his shoe off and throws it up to get the kite out and the shoe gets stuck. <laughs> so then he throws his other shoe up and that gets stuck. <laughs> And then, and then he throws up bicycle, uh, <laughs> ladder, <laughs> kitchen sink, <laughs> and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. I actually met Oliver Jeffers, the author. Um, we met a few times. He's one of my favourite uh, authors, re- Oliver Jeffers. Uh, oh, really? I love all of his books, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's very funny as well. And we've got a little surprise at the end, which is, you know, we've given it a twist at the end. That's not in the book, so people look forward to that. Che, tell us about yeah. how we can find out more and especially about the relaxed performance for parents who are interested. 
well, the show opens on the 14th of May, which it happens also to be Mother's Day. Mm. So for mums who are, you know, thinking of what to do on that special day, this is a chance for you to go to the theatre with your children and you can buy tickets from www.tix.my. We have family packages as well. You can just find out everything online. And this is being staged at the PJ Live Arts? Yes, it'll be at PJ Live Arts. We'll be running until the 2nd of June. So there'll be three Sundays to choose from. The shows are at 2 p.m. And we hope to see everyone there. And the relaxed performance is on the first day of Mm. the uh, run, which is Mother's Day. And then the rest of the Sunday shows, the other two are sort of regular performances. Well, thanks to our guest today, Adam Bampton-Smith, Artistic Director of Big Wooden Horse Theatre Company in the UK and co-founder of Gardener Wife, Dyong Che Lian. If you want to find out more about Stuck, of course, head on over to the PJ Live Arts website or also Gardener and Wife website and you can find out all about it. And I do encourage you to go yeah. because children's theatre is so much fun, especially Fine. for us big people. <laughs> you can listen to all of our Growing Pain sessions again on the Light Breakfast podcast. That's on the Shock app. You've been listening to a Light FM podcast on Shock. That's S-Y-O-K.